Welcome to the I Get Better podcast with your hosts, Charlene Renee and Phaedra Smith, where we discuss topics related to life, love, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and how we can all get better together. Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I am your host, Charlene Renee. And I am Phaedra Smith. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about how I get better when I give. Right in time for Thanksgiving. Although this episode will probably come out after Thanksgiving, <laughs> but I think it's a really good topic for us to discuss the yes. topic of giving and the ways in which we can give. So as you know, we always like to start every episode off with defining the word or phrase or topic, which we will be discussing. So Phaedra, do you have ready for our people the definition of the word give? So the definition definitions are freely transfer the possession of something to someone else to hand over cause or allow someone or something to have something especially something abstract to provide or supply with like for example you gave me such a scare there is another definition that I thought was pretty cool that I wanted to read this those are verb definitions but this was the noun which says the capacity to bend or alter in shape under pressure elasticity so an example that they have was plastic pots that have enough give to accommodate the vigorous roots i thought that was really cool because we don't always think about give in that way to be able to bend and mold and flex and things like that Mm -hmm. yeah we don't I mean, I've heard that definition. I mean, I've heard it said, but usually when we think of the word give, we're thinking more of the verb or the handing over of property or (laughs) handing up of something to someone else. So yeah, you're right. We don't always consider. And words are powerful. I really want to say that because if you only have one definition of something, then you will limit the ability to communicate and really understand a lot of things so i'm glad you did open up the window to that other definition as well so i like that you always say it gives us the ability to define gives us the ability to fulfill so i think that that is very relevant in what you just mentioned a second ago is being able to under fully understand that words have power therefore they can make changes negative or positive in my life whether if I even if it's that I don't know that I don't have the knowledge so therefore I can't fulfill the thing or I have the knowledge but I don't know what to do with it or I don't know how to fulfill it so I like that words do have power so let's talk about why giving is so important okay well Giving is important. This is just my perspective. Giving is important because it kind of goes along with what we were talking about in another recent episode of the idea of community, right? So every no one can have everything. No one can have on their own everything. Right. And some of the things we need have to come from somewhere outside of ourselves. Right. And some of the things that other people need have to come from outside of themselves. And if we don't operate in this system of giving, a lot of us will go without <laughs> the things okay. that we need. So when we talk about it being important, it's important for survival for us to be able to give to one another and give 
as we've been given to this life that we have right what do they say what do your parents say i gave you life right i made you i give gave you the gift of life so we wouldn't even be here if giving wasn't a thing our parents gave each other something (laughs) something was given and we get and here we are (laughs) so Giving is essential. It's a survival need. It's a survival skill. If we don't That's learn how so to get good. better. Thank you, girl. I just came up with that, you know. That's so the Holy good. Spirit is just operating through me. Girl, let them work. It's Working. so good. Giving is essential to survival. It's a survival need. I really haven't, I've never thought of it that way. But when we talk about, like so many people have issues with giving especially in the church area mm-hmm. especially if you grew up in a traditional african-american church sometimes they have the i guess negative what what's the word i'm looking for we often associate african-american churches traditionally with being having the 20 dollar lines and the 50 dollar and 100 dollar lines and having several offerings during the service So we aren't necessarily taught the proper definition of giving. Mm -hmm. And so I really think you saying that is so cool because it opens a different perspective. Number one, who are you giving to and why? And number three, I just said three, two things, but also number three, what do you stand to gain from giving? And so with that perspective, you, you essentially gain life. You gain life. So I thought that's super cool. I want to give, I want to give an example of why it's so important using the other definition that gears more towards the capacity to bend or alter and shape under pressure, the elasticity. And I think that that one is also very important because if we don't have any give, then life stressors will break us. You think about something not being able to to bend and and accommodate the the current situation, whether it be a pot or a plate, Mm -hmm. essentially it breaks, it cracks under pressure. Right. When we look at our lives and we look at why is it so important to give in this way, I think it's also a matter of survival. It goes back to survival. If we don't learn how to accommodate and restructure, rearrange our our thinking and our being and be flexible with certain things with life, then we will also break mentally. So you just hit us over here with that survival. Right. Yeah, Yeah, we getting good on this, eh? Yeah. Write it down. We going to put this in the book. Yeah, that was a that was a whole spirit thing right now. Yeah. But it's true. It is. We have to get better at giving. This is a very personal topic for me. I really am glad that we had the opportunity to talk about this and we'll get into it more when we talk about the barriers as well as like personal examples of mm-hmm. or situations mm-hmm. of giving. But I really am glad that we brought this up because it doesn't always, it's not always on the forefront of our minds. We don't always prioritize giving as we should. So for various reasons. So let's get into it. Let's talk about some consequences. So consequences of not giving. Well, I guess this is all just subjective in a way. But the consequences would be that the consequences could be for you as well as for other people. So the, some of the consequences to not being able to give 
of your resources is that someone is going to suffer. So if we're talking about survival needs, maybe they don't die, but maybe there's something they really, really need, but they they don't get it because someone's not willing to give. And you see this all the time. You see places and times where we live in a society where people are, are in need great need a lot of the time when they shouldn't be because you have so people who have so much right. you've got millionaires you've got billionaires you've got people who are just thousandaires for that matter who have so much and then there are people who have so little and it and it's a solvable issue mm. but someone is unable to grasp this concept of giving to the extent of now we have suffering in the world yeah across the world not just in this country but across the nation um or across the continents and the globe of suffering continues when you're not able to give that's a extreme consequence but a very real consequence right i think we live in a society of extremes so i think a lot of us are governed by fear the fear of not having enough, not being enough, not doing enough. Therefore, we don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. That's a matter of perspective. Yeah. So when we talk about, I'm going to just keep, because I think that that was a, definitely a divine word that you said. It is a matter of survival. And you might not see the consequences of it in your lifetime and how it, you know, not giving can produce death. But generationally, your lineage might experience it in some way, whether it be in the spiritual form, the mental form, because honestly, death for, for me, in my, in my opinion, to be living, but to be living in fear and, and be paralyzed is a form of death. It's a form of not being able to survive and thrive in the world because we weren't able to accommodate the stresses of life or the needs of our community and the needs of our world. So a lot of times people think about doing things for free and they're like, oh no, I could never. But these resources weren't given to you for you, just for you. Mm-hmm. They were given to you for for the world, for, your, for the generations to come. Mm-hmm. And so think of how many people that won't get freedom that won't get this life abundantly because of the things that were clogged up in you. You not being able, it can cause you not to be able to to, to birth your purpose on earth. So we could go on and on. I could start preaching about this. Girl, I was like, when you said the, a few things, I was like, let's talk about that. But we don't have time to get But we... We can come back. We could do a part two. Yeah, yeah. We can, always, we can always expound upon this topic, but you're right. It's not all just for you. <laughs> right, right. What are some barriers that get in our way of, of, of giving? Well, you hit the nail on the head because I had it on my list of barriers. Um, num- the number one thing is fear. Yeah. Fear. And we live in this, we keep saying we live in this society, but we do. We live and operate in a society of, uh, we are very independent people. And that's not always a good thing because when you're an independent person, you think I only have to rely on me. And so the fear comes in that if I don't keep all my resources to myself, 
or do for me only that I won't be provided for or if I give some away I won't have enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just fear that's just fear talking when you're unable to give because you feel I gotta take care of me I gotta do what I have to do for me and mine and no one else is going to do it. No one's going to give me anything. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to give anything. Mm-hmm. And that's a very real barrier. That's one I think I was an issue for me. I used, well, going to the second thing, selfishness is definitely yeah, a barrier. I was going to say that too. You're a selfish person. Uh, but even that, I think, stems from some level of fear. Being I selfish. Agree. So if you were to use both of those separately, selfishness sounds very bad. Fear doesn't always sound bad. Well, yeah, you have, you're right to be afraid. Maybe you won't have enough. You know, we can always excuse that sometimes. But selfishness, people don't typically want to excuse. You know, oh, you're just selfish. That selfishness stems from fear. I agree with that. I was at one point in my life very selfish. <laughs> I was a very selfish person. And people wouldn't always see it. It was more of an internal selfishness. I didn't necessarily talk about it or blatantly say to people, no, I'm not going to give you anything. But I would just have this mindset of that I have to take care of me. So I can't be worried about what you have going on. I can't think about what you need right now because who's taking care of me other than me? And I had to, I mean, for years and years and years, I was that way. You know, you may or may not remember me then, but (laughs) you, you knew me then. Yeah. And it was just, it's about me and what I want and what I want to do. And I, I had to really work my way out of that, but it's definitely a barrier to being giving. Like I, I wasn't cold and I wasn't heartless. Like I cared about people, but I also was like, let me care about me first. (laughs) another barrier I would say is greed (laughs) yeah you're greedy (laughs) you're like Scrooge you know the story they tell over and over and over Mm -hmm. like how you have all you want everything for you Mm -hmm. and you don't want to share and Mm -hmm. have little children like that and you have big children adults like that yeah just greedy I think one of the roots of that man I feel like it all does come down to fear but also you have this generational stuff if you're if you come from a place of poverty or even the opposite you come from a a place of wealth but there can be a fear of of losing that or you come from a place of poverty and there's a fear of going back there so I I really think that one of the biggest barriers is your thoughts what are you telling yourself and also I think the lack of knowledge and education on how to properly manage your resources whether that be your time your money your food your club like whatever it is that has become I'm just gonna go ahead and say it an idol has become the foremost the most important thing for you so much that you can't let it go it pains you to let it go Mm -hmm. I think that that right there is probably something that you need to focus on because when we are living in the you know the realm of like extremes where I I either give all of me to the point where I'm lacking or I get I don't give enough or I don't bend enough, I'm not flexible enough, or I'm too flexible, then I think those are two extremes that might make you want to sit back and say, hmm, 
I need to get better. Which brings us into our next little part is how do we get better at giving? Well, I'm going to take the last thing you said and use that as the the starting point of how you can get better. Learning how to manage your resources, right? That was a great point to make. So a barrier is you don't know how, right? So getting better would look like you do start to learn about stewardship and managing of resources, which is, it's a biblical term, but it's also present in regular everyday secular life. You have to learn how to manage your time, your money, (laughs) your resources, your, there's your energy for that matter. Oh yeah. So managing your resources, let's just be real. We have a lot of stuff. We have too much stuff a lot of the time. Why do we have to clean out our closet? Why do we have to clean out our refrigerator? Why do we have to clean out our garage? Because we accumulate so many things. For what? (laughs) For what? I mean, we have so much stuff. And then we, what do we do when we don't want it anymore? We give it away. (laughs) But what if we gave before we had to use up all this stuff and give it away? Because now we'll, now we'll donate it to the goodwill. Now we'll give it to the people Mm -hmm. because now we don't want it. But this, this getting better at giving should start before the cleaning out the closet. And let me just give you the loose change I have in my tray because I don't really need these pennies. I don't really need these quarters. (laughs) I need these dollars. So let me keep those back. And really managing your resources looks like being intentional about giving things away too sometimes. Like, well, what do I have that I don't need or I might need it, but someone else needs it more than I do. Yeah. We only want to give out of excess mm-hmm. and abundance. And that is not. And not even that all the time. I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah. I, I sometimes want to keep the excess and abundance for myself. Oh, yeah. That's called that savings. Yeah. Let me go ahead and throw this in the savings for a rainy day. Let me go. Yeah. Ahead. I need my emergency fund. I need. Yeah. I, and, and, no, and it comes back to fear. And yeah, and you know, those things are practical. Those things are wise, but there is a difference when you get that unction inside of you, that kind of nudge that you should be giving or that nudge that you should be being more flexible or that nudge that this is you, you do not need another thing of pins or you do not need another. So it goes back to what is the purpose of all the things. And if I can identify what the purpose is, then maybe that'll lead me to the real issue. Am I doing this to cover up? Am I doing this because I'm afraid that I won't have enough, right? So I think that that's what it goes back to is what is the intention of it? And so I think that's another way to get better is identifying the intention of the items, of of the excess of your time, of the excess of your space or, or whatever that resource is that you feel like you need to clog up. If we don't clean out our refrigerators, guys, it is not good. <laughs> it's not good. If we don't clean out our garage every now and then, listen, I'm not going in your garage with all them boxes everywhere because I'm already expecting some spiders and some snakes. They have, they, (laughs) they, you're giving room for it. 
So, so when we talk about giving be, being vital to survival, it all of that matters. If I'm not cleaning myself, if I'm not, but what, like you said, what what would happen? How, what would life be like if we gave before it was time for us to all of a sudden realize we didn't need all this stuff and, and before it got cluttered? Mm-hmm. I would I would imagine our lives would be much have much more clarity. Yeah. Another another thing I want to mention, which is something you also said that you might not remember saying because you said it so quickly, but it goes into what we can. It was a barrier that you mentioned, but we can use it as a way to get better, which is sometimes you discount the small things. So you may think, oh, it's just I don't have a lot to give. So it's not going to be good enough if I give this. I don't have a lot of time. So what I, I you could give an hour. Well, that's not very much time. You know, that's not good enough. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to volunteer for an hour a week. I wish I had more time, then I would help. (laughs) Or I wish I had more to give financially, but since I only have this little bit, it's not going to be worth anything. Who's going to care if I give you $2? So I'm embarrassed, maybe. I don't want to give just this little bit, and so I won't give anything. So to get better at giving is to learn how to value the little things and say, yeah, I only gave $5, but I gave five, you know, that's if a hundred people give $5, that's $500, you know? So being able to say it's not the amount or how much, even though there are times when we really could dig deep and give more Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, if we chose to, because there's many things that we don't blink at paying a hundred dollars for $200 for $300 for TVs, uh, (laughs) iPhones, so on and so forth, yeah. that we might give this guy on the corner a dollar and be like, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to give him this, but I'll go ahead and give this today. But let yeah. us find some. Ooh, $16.99 on Amazon. Okay. Ooh, that's a good deal. Put it in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> Something we don't even need at yeah. all. We survived the whole life before all of our life before that day was out but it's put it in the cart let you be like see this guy on the corner with a sign and he talking about give me 16.99 you be like what that's too much 16.99 right (laughs) (laughs) so I I like that I like that you know sometimes we do but if you can't you know it's okay as well giving is a survival you're helping others survive you you wouldn't be where you are if no one ever gave you anything mm-hmm. I don't care what you say like I could say nobody ever gave me anything I made it on my own I did this I did that that's a lie even yeah. if your parents all they did was give you life they gave you something you know yeah. they didn't raise you if they didn't give you love if they didn't somebody gave you something how did you yeah. How are you now still standing? <laughs> you know, even you have to go back and look at every little thing and be grateful for the things that have given been given to you that have brought you where you are, that have made you who you are. If you've made it through a to adulthood, somebody gave you something. Yeah, even if it's the internet, somebody put out free information for you to look up how to how to change your oil, like or whatever it is. So yeah. it's it's so. I want to, I never, we never do this, but I want to challenge, I want to give a challenge. This is definitely been one of the 
barriers for me is learning how to give. I want to challenge those that have this issue, whether it be giving of your time, whether it be being more flexible with people, being more patient. And, and so being able to, to, to give, you know, and your flexibility and your thinking, I want to challenge you guys to, to, to work on it in the moments where you want to say no, or you want to kind of like draw in. I want to challenge you to, to lean in to it, to be obedient. And this goes back to the very beginning when I mentioned the traditional African-American churches or not just African churches in general, where you think it's all about the money. I, I want to challenge you to, to go back to your, your own intention. I'm not a believer that somebody has to tell you what to give in church. I believe that that is something that is put into your heart. If you ask about it, it's a, it's more about obedience to God rather than people. And so I challenge you to lean into that. What is your spirit telling you to give? What, what are you thinking? What is your heart telling you to give? Well, I don't say heart because you can't always go by that. Sometimes you have to choose. And so thinking about giving in the form of therapy, sometimes in order to break the curse or break that trend of feeling like I'm not going to have enough is to challenge it and to do it and to prove to yourself that you're, you're going to have more than enough, even if you give. So I just wanted to put that out there. That's good. And there are so many places that you can give. You, it's not just done in church. You can give, yeah. I mean, organizations out the wazoo or people, who, some people don't have an organization. You can just give to them. You can give to your friends. You don't know what, yep. you know, what somebody's going through. You can give to your family. Charity starts at home sometimes. Yeah. Just giving time, give time to your grandmother, go help her, you know, with her yard. Go ask her what she needs. Give to your aunties, your uncles, whoever. It's not always got to be a big thing. It's just having a, a, a mindset, like you said, a heart to give. Yeah. And then acting on it and seeing what happens. See and prove yourself wrong. Like you will. Correct. You will have enough and you'll have more than enough. And what you'll reap what you sow a lot of the time. People will be more giving towards you. So that about sums up our episode on how to get better when i give of course as usual please like share rate comment review subscribe all of the above to the i get better podcast you can find us on all your streaming platforms apple music spotify iHeartRadio, google play and on our website at www.greenhousecounselingflflforflorida.com we enjoyed talking with you yes, as this is wonderful this is a great episode and take that challenge challenge yourself over the next week to give as much as you can yes wisely so until next time let's keep getting better so we can do better in order to be better